Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. Matt. And I think we'll have some guests later on. But uh, right now we're going to talk about, um, today's episode we're going to talk about uh, The Bad Batch, episode four. Uh, Modoc. I, I at least watched I think the first episode. Uh, Army of the Dead and the Snake Eyes trailer. So let's talk about uh, Bad Batch first. Um, this was basically a... Um, it, I think the biggest reveal of this episode was it brought Fennec Shand in from The Mandalorian. Uh, she was like the uh, antagonist in this episode. She's a bounty hunter? Yeah, so um, we don't know if she's working for the Admiral Rampart or uh, Crosshair or if there's like another player in the mix. Um, I think if it was like the, the Empire, they probably would have said like you know, the Empire, but we don't know that for sure. So there could be like another uh, player um, you know, in the, in the game. So, um, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty good episode uh, overall. Uh, I liked the last one a lot too, but uh, this one didn't have any crosshair in it. It was just basically uh, the clones. Uh, I really liked that uh, Echo was disguised as a droid. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that was good. Um, and, oh, Teal. Or really, yes. My, I, 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 I screen phone is broken. Or my mm-hmm. iPhone screen is broken. Oh, okay. So uh, cool. it looked that like sucks. a P. It looked like a P when I entered it in. Oh, okay. So it's Tio. Yeah. <laughs> they should call yourself Tio. That's, that's a pretty cool name. So Tio. Our guest star, Tio. One of the lost Jackson siblings. Tio Jackson. Um, <laughs> so, Tip, what did you think of uh, the Bad Batch? I know we're going out of order, but. Um, what is order if not chaos? Mm hmm. I mean, it was a mediocre batch. Mm-hmm. You know, it was um, it was an episode that I watched late in the evening, um, eating ice cream and um, rice crispy cocoa rice krispies or whatever. And um, uh, yeah, speak. It it introduced a new villain. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, actually, what we were just yeah. talking about. Perfect Not time. quite new because she was on Mandalorian, but I guess new in the um, continuity. It was like her first appearance, like chronologically, I guess, technically, unless I'm incorrect. So probably no, so that's the that's the same oh, lady yeah. from Mandalorian. Yeah, she's the same. I think the the Asian lady's actress was voicing her too. Um, that would that would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was, I mean, I think her helmet, I don't know if she wore it a lot in the actual Mandalorian show, but that's how I recognized. Oh, I knew that helmet looked familiar. Yeah, I knew so, I should have known who that character was. So, I'm guessing she doesn't have any relationship with Boba Fett just yet. I mean, maybe she does. Um, but I know, like, Probably like her co-workers. Yeah, I mean, like Mandalorian, like, he rescued her, but there wasn't any indication that maybe they knew each other prior to that uh, meeting. But, you know, uh, it could be... Large. Yeah, I mean, maybe Boba Fett's looking for the clone. Oh, no, he'd still be a kid, so that'd be dumb. Okay, uh, never mind. Um, and Jango Fett lost his head, right? Yeah. I rewatched Attack of the Clones this past week, and it's it's so weird because he picks up the helmet, and his dad's head doesn't fall out like a cantaloupe. And I was like, <laughs> disappointed. I guess, yeah, like his head was pretty, like, swollen when he got, you know, and didn't fall out. So, But yeah, Major, what did you think overall? 
I uh, so I like the episode, but it was a hundred percent filler. Um, which I just don't understand when you have a galaxy that big and you have a creative team that big, why every episode doesn't move the plot forward. Like the like the only thing they did for the plot was that they changed the, the beacon uh, on the the transport the transponder on the uh, on their ship, which you know Star Wars, but like they're always <laughs> doing that. Um, but like you know, just move the plot along, just do something yeah. more. I don't understand like why it had to be a filler episode. Yeah, well, no, like, I saw it as a. Uh, it seemed to. I mean, it was all stuff that we really could have guessed that was gonna happen, but I guess it was like confirming. I guess introducing the bounty hunter, and that confirming that she's that Omega is the. But we all kind of guessed that anyway. But right, yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. She she left Camino. They they all want her back. Yeah. But I, now I totally you know for that. sure. <laughs> but now I know for sure. Thanks for spelling it out, Disney. Yeah, Matt, what did you? What were your thoughts? It's an adventure of the week, and this week's adventure is Stranger Danger. Like, oh yeah. Even <laughs> if it's a, even if it's a, even if it's a woman, like women can yep. be kidnappers too. So it's like an equal opportunity uh, kidnappers so, in this universe. So- as a parent, it was a teachable moment watching mm-hmm. it with the kids, but it, it falls into that trap that Mandalorian did for a few episodes where it's just mm-hmm. like, it's the adventure of the week. We land on a planet. Something happens. We somehow get off the planet. Time for the next planet. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's also like the uh, <laughs> the, the, the child is being targeted and trying to be kidnapped a, a, a la, you know, taken by someone. Well, so. you know, if you call her the child, then that just sounds like a complete ripoff of the Mandalorian. Not you mentioned that. Yeah, the clone child. There we go, Omega. Omega with the fake Kiwi accent. Oh, it's not. It's not authentic. It's not authentic now. And it's so no bad. Kiwis on uh, on Camino. Of course, it's not authentic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wrecker got I, knocked out so easily in that, I guess that like, I little sewer of, fight. Yeah, he's I'm still the best one. Like the best. <laughs> yeah, I like Wrecker the best. I think I Echo was Wrecker. finally given some more characterization uh, this episode, just because the Roy thing. Ironically, because, yeah, yeah, because he's a robot. But I did watch the Clone Wars episode where he was introduced. Um, I think this week also, so he's still like normal. He still Wasn't looks like he, a really like forced to become a robot in Clone Wars, if I remember straight. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still like on okay. episode six. Um, but I did rewatch the 2D series or the the most of it, and it's I forgot how good that was. Um, it's a lot more cinematic. I think I'm sure like Clone Wars is gonna get a lot better the 3D version, but the 2D version was just like off on the rails and hit the ground running and was just very good and way better than the attack of the clones movie. And yeah. Definitely- I mean, like, when you have, you know, three minutes per episode, cause uh, correct me if I'm wrong with the original, like um, clone wars was just like little mini sodes in between yep. like TV shows or whatever. So like when you only have like two minutes or, or three minutes to do something like you cram as much action as possible. You move the, move the plot forward. Yeah. Well, bundled together, there's like a big arc. Like there's like the, uh, it introduces um, the Ventress, like Count Dooku's um, apprentice with the, Oh, she's great. Red she's Red great in the 3d clone wars, by the way. Yeah. yeah I, like I think they, yeah. Cause I think like when he fights her in the 2d series, like it leaves the impression that he killed her. Cause then he takes on general Grievous as his apprentice after that. But uh, cause it also introduces Grievous. I think that cartoon, and um, but I guess it leaves the door open that she can come back, which I guess she did. But I think what Lucas did is he declared the 2D, 2D show non-canon. So um, which technically can be, I think, from the events like between Attack of the Clones, when Anakin becomes an actual Jedi Knight, not a, pot, not a Padawan, 
that could be considered canon, but I think Lucas just said, like, no, it's not canon. Only this 3D version is the canon version, so. Which is a shame, because it's uh, really well made. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's all Disney Plus, so, you know. Oh, really? They're okay. Only, they're only, like, there's only two episodes, and they're only, like, an hour long each, because they just bundle all the many episodes together. And it feels like, kind of, like, whenever there's, like, a, a fade across the screen, it's when it goes from episode to episode. But you can't really tell. It just seems more like a like a, a movie you're watching. So like a transition, yeah. Well, that's good because I really want to like watch more Modoc. I'm glad I can watch this <laughs> yeah. instead. Yeah. So I have to start it. All right. So do uh, you when... do you have to start it though? Should I? No, actually, start Rob, what? I think uh, Modoc. Oh. Well, I was uh, I was talking about uh, Clone Wars. I haven't. Oh no, you do, you do need to start that. Wait, which yeah. one? The three D one or the two D one? Well, either. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Because basically, like, this is like a, this whole show is a spinoff of Clone Wars. So yeah, that's why that's why I want to get to season seven. Noticing <laughs> Bad Batch, but I mean, you don't really need to uh, like like I said like before. You don't really need to watch yeah, Star if you Wars. See, if you want to see all the little details, you just need to understand. Some... You just need to watch the prequel movies to understand like background. They're modified clones of Jango Fett. So, uh, but what else in this episode? Um, Echo Fate being a droid. Wrecker got his butt kicked. By there's a car chase. There was the car, yeah, the cart, the cart chase. Um, uh, that was interesting that Fennec Shan like actually saved her. She got part of the squad pretty, pretty easily. Like, hey, can I join? Uh, all right, you're all alone. You should join us. (laughs) Well, I think we're they gonna kill Omega. Like, wasn't I don't think I don't think so i think they want to capture her uh if matt is correct that this is a giant uh shoo-in for not shoo-in um a hornin whatever whatever the phrase is what whatever they're trying to do to, to squeeze um clones and palpatine making sense from the ninth movie okay uh, yeah so I, I think they need her alive well it seems like you know like the child she's force sensitive and she has metachlorians in her that they probably want to harvest Maybe to make Palpatine's clones, um, you know, so his clones have or metaphorians in them, so you know that could be something, and that that might be the reason I want the child. They need like Omega for cloning um, purposes, and they need the child Grogu for um, the metaphorians. So it's like sort of combining those two things, even though, even though these shows are like twenty years apart. Um, but yeah, um, any um, predictions for next week? You think we'll find out who hired Phoenix Shand? Yes. I really hope it's just not like it's like like when they you know I'm sure Crosshair and Rampart's going to be in the next episode. I'm just worried there's going to be like there's going to be a throwaway line like that bounty hunter we hired didn't do her job very well. I was like, oh okay, well that was sort of anticlimactic. Oh, it sounds like you've watched Star Wars before. Yeah. So it's like, do, a, uh, do we know what? how many episodes this season's going to be? Uh, sixteen. Is it eight? Sixteen. So, yes. It's probably going to be a lot more filler episodes. So oh, okay. Yeah. Yourself. That makes more sense then. I was I was bracing for like an eight episode uh, series or a ten episode series. All right. I'll, I'll give this filler episode because it was a great episode. Don't get me wrong. Like I really enjoyed watching this yeah. episode. Um, I think ep- if there's sixteen of them, then fill away. I think episode two is probably the weakest. Yeah. Um, but I mean, episode two laid a lot of exposition just for like chain codes and like how are things are transitioning from the Republic to the Empire. So it was a useful episode to watch, uh, just like for Star Wars lore. But you know, like I said, it just wasn't interesting. It was the it was exposition like, dump. It basically, yeah. So you know, they have like a really good episode, and they have like three episodes, which is exposition setting up for the next big 
good episode. So, but yeah, I think what they need to do is like I think like in Clone Wars there was like a three episode arc with the ship called Malevolence. So hopefully we'll see like some multi episode arc, like multi episode mini arcs. You know, not like a season. I mean, I'm sure there'll be like a season long arc, but like it'd be cool like for like a like a shorter arc. Um, I definitely agree. That's one of my favorite things about Clone Wars is that like they tell like set stories. You know, if you want to mm-hmm. watch a bad one where Padme goes back and talks to the Gungans, that's three episodes. Uh, or if you want to see Anakin do this, that's three episodes. Like I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and it's um, well, really about the two D series is like you know, um, it's like I said, the episodes are short, but they're all one cohesive story, and it really I think establishes like um, you know, a that he was a good fighter pilot, which they didn't really show until episode three briefly. <laughs> I think um, it shows like his relationship with Obi Wan. Like you know, now that they're both Jedi Knights, they're definitely on equal terms with each other, and they're more friends than just teacher and student and um you know more than just friends oh yeah they're we're brothers anakin is that what you're getting at or are you being dirty to i think he was being um whatever i i I turned that around and i broke force uh, broke force mountain through an a uh force uh yeah but no i really liked it my prediction um i'm gonna say it's an ice planet this time no. Um, yeah, because, well, last couple episodes have been like, um, well, this is like just like a cantina planet, right? Yeah, basically. And that's kind of like, mean. what was the planet in episode three? Uh, it was just, well, they went to that forest planet again to get Saw Gerrera, who was gone. And then the actual, um, where were they last episode? I completely forgot. Was that this the one, cave? That was when they went into the oh, cave and right. you couldn't yeah. see anything to get yeah. the uh, thing for the ship. Okay, I can believe really it. Yeah. crashed on the moon. Crosshair story was a lot more interesting. So, <laughs> I, I I think next episode we'll see a lot more of them teaming up with Saw Gerrera or like looking for him, especially yeah. now that the bounty hunter is after Omega. Yeah. So, do you think there'll be any more uh, Clone Wars characters make appearances? Definitely. Probably a few. Yeah. I'm gonna not, say, not like usual ones. I'm gonna say know. no. I'm gonna say there's no Obi Wan. I'm gonna say we're gonna see Obi Wan this season. Definitely Why not. Okay. Um, what about any probably with some more clone troopers because you know they're slowly being Rex, 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 Rex. Please bring back Rex. He's is he like the main clone trooper in the um, yeah, he's like him and Anakin are BFFs and he's Rex saves uh, Ahsoka. Spoiler, well, I think for Order Co- 66. I think Cody, Commander Cody, makes his first appearance in the 2D series also. So, Commander Cody's a badass, yeah, they just mention him, but they just call my name. I don't think Captain Rex has showed up yet. Um, but yeah, man, the 2D uh, series is good. It's basically this whole pot, this whole episode is a, a commercial for that show. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm about to watch it when we get <laughs> off here. Yeah, it's only like an hour, like each. So you know, not a big time commitment. Like I might have to watch like how many are there? What was that? How many are there? Just two episodes. Well, they're they're mini episodes bundled together in like these hour long sort of movies, I guess. Kind of like how like Red versus Blue was like just scenes yeah. and then. At the yeah, end of the they season, were like they put them all together. They were like five, ten minute things. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's the guy who did Samurai Jack did did the Clone Wars two D series. So there's so, a lot of that aspect. Is there talking? It. Is there talking in the Clone yeah. Wars? Yeah, okay, but there okay. are episodes where there's there's no dialogue. It's just like action. But there is, yeah. you know. And I think the guy who voices Obi Wan in the three D series voices him in the two D series too. And I think they get Anthony Daniels back to the two D series. As well, so you know there is there is dialogue, just but there are episodes where like Danny Carrot, what is his name, whatever his name is, 
there are none. It's just action. Like there's like one there's like one um episode where you know that guy with the tentacles? The Jedi with the tentacles? The Jedi? Yeah. No no no. The one like with the the, the Jamaican the aquatic nope. uh, Well basically he has an episode where he has a battle underwater and like his lightsaber like looks all funky because it's underwater. So he's fighting the calamari people. You know. Yeah, I, uh, they did that in the Clone Wars. The Calamari sure. people. Yeah, I was like, really? You're going with that race? Yeah, it's Mon- Mon- Cal- Mon- Cal- yep. it's Admiral Akbar's people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good it's, like, it's like a civil war between him and the Calamari and the other Calamari people. The squid people. Yeah. Okay. No, Admiral, exactly Admiral Akbar. He might make appearance. A, yeah. Is he's, he ever he's not Admiral yet? I mean, he's still. Yeah, he's still Captain uh, Akbar in the Clone Wars. I think. Did I tell you about that meme where it's like to catch a predator and like someone posted Akbar's head on one of the predator's faces and it was like when like Chris Hansen comes out he's like it's a trap. <laughs> no, but that's pretty good and obvious. I uh, yeah. so you said this is two hours long. Um, then why did you make us watch Army of the Dead instead? Because that was two and a half uh, hours. Because well, I thought because it was Snyder, it was major pushing it. Uh oh yeah. Mr. I'm sorry, Snyder everyone. cut. This is this is yeah. No. <laughs> Mr. Church um, Snyder over here. Are you guys ready to to move on to um, the most disappointing thing uh, since I've looked in the we mirror? Know, this we knew Army of the Dead. Since you you set up that segue, we can do Army of the Dead. I appreciate it. What the fuck, Army <laughs> of the Dead? How do you get war seventeen years later? Aren't uh, Don the Dead? Like I'm not gonna say they changed my life, but like <laughs> I remember exactly where I was sitting, where I was watching that movie for the first time. Like that is just the the epitome, the epitome of zombie movies, in my opinion. Like it's so good, it's so good. And then like Zack Snyder has just gotten better through the years, um, at least cinematically. Uh, and you know, like when they're going through the the credits in the beginning, one, why is that color? What 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 is up with pink? I don't understand that at all. Yeah. Uh, but then I saw like Zack Snyder, director of photography, and I was like, man, we are going to have some of the most beautiful shots of like zombies and zombies getting killed and, you know, Vegas being on fire or whatever. Big dis- Ugh, disappointed. <laughs> um, I so, blame Netflix and I think we should get this uh, hashtag rolling. Um, I just came up with it. What was it? Um, release the Snyder Cut. Of Army of the Dead? Of Army of the Dead. Release the Snyder Cut. There was studio interference there had to be. No, Netflix is usually pretty good about giving, I think, creators freedom. So how do you I get mean, worse after 18 years? How do you get it's it's Zack Snyder? Ma- yeah. Major, sometimes sometimes you just have a bad day. Okay? <laughs> Even or Zach a bad Snyder film. Just have, yeah, just a bad... I, he was just, wasn't feeling inspired. Maybe they talked, it, talked him into it with a... It's a nice big fat round well, uh, I think monetary this... number. Yeah, go ahead. And, so, you know, have you ever worked on a project where you're like, yeah, I'm going to do my best work, but you're then you look back and you're like, fuck, that sucked. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that happens, dude. Sometimes. No, I, I agree with that. And I think, like, at the end, like, I completely like, switched feelings, like, in the last, like, five minutes, uh, like, when his daughter is basically the only one left alive. Uh, I was like, oh, maybe this is like a beautiful homage to Zack Snyder's daughter. And I was like, you, sir, you get a pass. How was Dave Bautista's lead? I loved him. I thought he was great. I think Dave Bautista, uh, 
You know, have you seen I Spy on Amazon? It's fantastic. Uh, I think he is underutilized in Guardians of the Galaxy after seeing how much talent this man has. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Two was such a. He did nothing in that movie. Like he like he like the, the he jumped in the creature's stomach at the beginning, and then like did nothing, just sat around. But that was because well, we didn't see him. That was so funny. Yeah, I did. I did see the trailer for I Spy, and it was like basically he's dancing, and like someone watching was like, "It's like the wedding from Shrek." Or something like that. (laughs) But he was, uh, I watched that movie. um, Was it Gruber? It's like about the Uber driver. He's the, it's like a buddy. Oh, I wanted to see that. Stuber, I think. Stuber. uh, Yeah, so. um, Not a great movie, but he was good. I mean, I think he's definitely a more um, relaxed actor. You know, more laid back. Um, He doesn't take himself too seriously. I don't think, um, you know, he's a better actor than Hulk Hogan. That way. I ended up just reading brother. Matt Love Majors that. just back and forth last night <laughs> instead of the movie. Oh, well, oh, we yeah. switched. We switched to like DMs afterwards. I was like, uh, yeah. I didn't like want to spoil anything. Um, and yeah, Major was, was like, really yeah. upset with the ending for some odd reason. Now, so who, who and badly? <laughs> who is it that warned me about the slow music, which is a trend I that hate? Was, that, that was me. I was like, heads up. Like I was like 10 minutes into this movie. I was like, heads up. There's three covers of slow songs, or there, there's three slow covers of songs. He loves ending, covers, yeah. The ending is a slow version of Zombie by the Cranberries. And, you're... and just like, zombie, zombie. And it's like, I get it. I get it. You're not being subtle here at all. Not at all. You know, this is so stupid. And it now, is the worst song to sing slow. Ugh. What could have been really cool if they put that like that slow motion song, like that version of the song in the middle of the movie, like Dave Bautista standing on a car and it's like every time it says zombie, there's like a, like a beautiful slow motion headshot of like zombies exploding all around them. Like that would have been cool. But no, at the end, like walking to like a blue car and stealing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, so one question I have is: the zombies get out of Las Vegas at the end? No. Okay. So. Technically no, but, not. But he becomes a zombie. I hate. So I hate when movies set up these stupid cliffhangers at the end. Like I'm okay with a stupid cliffhanger, right? Like leave the door open for a sequel in case like people love it. I mean, but like don't break your own rules. Like if everyone gets bit, turns fairly quickly into a zombie, and then this guy gets bit. Nothing. You bet. So first off, Nothing. first off, no. First off, he survives a nuclear bomb attack. <clears throat> then still has the money. Walks. How far is this airport away from Vegas that he shows up at? Furthermore, where's the nuclear fallout? Furthermore, how is this airport still in function if a nuclear bomb just went off right down the road within walking distance? You know, ah, oh, uh, that's just the beginning of the bad part of the ending. It, it's uh. There's a small nuclear bomb. There's only two kiloton warheads. Um, uh, the blast was contained by the uh, thermal radiation shield put in place by the plot armor. I'm just didn't, I, yeah. I didn't even watch didn't, uh, <laughs> the, the safe is un- <laughs> the, safe, <laughs> the safe is unbreakable. Yet somehow he gets out of the safe. Uh, I don't know. Didn't Kingdom of the Crystal so, Skull teach you guys that nuclear bombs aren't a big deal? It was That's Indiana not, Jones, yep. As yeah, long as you I have a fridge. In the fridge. I, uh, yeah. So I've, I haven't seen that, no. Uh, I learned that lesson in uh, Christopher Nolan's third Batman movie, uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I learned that that 
main characters are oblivious to nuclear blasts. Yeah. But let's rewind a little bit. Let's um let's start. Let's back. unwind this uh, because there's a yeah. lot more bad. There's but a lot more bad. I just want to make one good point about <laughs> <laughs> about there's a really subtle reference in the beginning that I absolutely loved. And for a while, it kind of saved me to like look into the nitty gritty details. Uh, the one guy, the code breaker, he references Gotodamarung by Wagner, which was his fourth piece in the Ring series. And basically, it's his take on Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a nice little like setup, you know, and it was really well done. And that character was great I until they get to the, the safe scene. And then it just, mm-hmm. he becomes too cheesy and, you know, one, you know, not very, you know, well-rounded at that point. But that was, you know, there's some little subtle hints in the beginning that if you look for like little Easter eggs, I kind of liked that. But then it just quickly falls off a cliff. So talking about like the uh, the vault scene real fast, like I liked how they used the zombies as bait to lure the traps. But like as someone who's seen the hit TV show on CBS, Las Vegas, uh, for a couple of seasons way back in the day. Like, there's constant foot traffic. I mean, not constant, but, like, there's foot traffic in and out of the vault at least once or twice a day. Like, and those booby traps are, what, there was no off button, right? Yeah. So, like, is someone getting splattered by a wall or, or smashed by a wall every time they're trying to deposit money into the vault or take money out of the vault? <laughs> that yeah, that made, made no, no sense. sense. It was a cool scene, which... If you go back to episode one of the podcast, I've always said, Zack Snyder movies, turn your brain off. They are cool scenes. Just don't think about them. Uh, however, it's hard not to think about this. It's, you know, my brain can be completely turned off uh, and, and it's still a glaring issue, but All not right, as so, much as the helicopter. Uh, so they, re- they recruit the helicopter pilot at an airfield and she has her own helicopter, but they need to sneak gas into put in the helicopter on top of the casino that they don't know if it works or not, but they can't get her helicopter. Like I, I a helicopter in. you're getting $50 yeah, exactly. million dollars. Rent a helicopter. Exactly. Mm. But well, have- the side, there, there's a whole nother point too. $50 million in today's day and age. I mean, somebody just made $50 million off of, you know, um, meme stocks. You know, fifty million dollars right. isn't even a whole lot of money. <laughs> Hell, the, bu- the budget of the movie was ninety million dollars. They probably made. They probably didn't. They probably didn't even make fifty million dollars off of it. Yeah. So maybe the movie creators should have gone to rob the casino. <laughs> <laughs> they would have come out ahead rather than make a movie about it. But um, so all of this, all of this craziness for such a a, a meager sum of money you know 50 million dollars i mean you can barely even buy you know a good jet plane for that um so but he wants the, whole premise of the movie is terrible <laughs> yeah there's no truth in this art so uh, uh, and then you have the one character whose motivation is to get money for her friends so they can buy themselves out of the camp uh and for some reason, at the end of the movie, they referenced the camp that was right outside of Vegas that just got hit by a bomb, but somehow the camp is still fine. <laughs> yeah, but we have video of like them knocking over the containers, you know, when the bomb goes off, and 
the camp was right outside of where that is, but it's still there at the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't move the camp. Like, why? Why is the camp so close to like right on the other side? I mean, they're just cargo ships. Um, mm-hmm. And then, how did the cargo ship, like the cargo containers, how did they form a fence? Like, exactly, did they have a thousand helicopters all drop a cargo uh, container at once, and then they stack them like Legos. Like, I do not understand. While under attack from zombies, you know, like the zombies aren't just going to let you build this. I'm sorry. I'm not. I am not apologizing. Uh, I, I uh, have made an ass of myself on this podcast defending Zack Snyder in the past, (laughs) and I am very upset with this. Eating crow. Uh, Um, Also, I want to point out. Just look this up. A million dollars weighs a metric ton, according to FiveCentNickel.com. So, sounds like a pretty reliable source. So, and how many fifty million dollars is fifty metric tons? They were gonna uh, and and hundreds. They were gonna rob for two hundred million dollars and keep fifty of it. So wait, oh, split fifty between the the whole team? Yeah. Okay. So they were gonna take two hundred, which we find out isn't the real reason why they're going in, anyways. And then right. we're going to have 50 for themselves. Oh, so, so what's the big twist of the film? That it's really the zombie head of the queen that they need, and they don't care about the money. Okay, so it's like Dave Bautista is looking for the head. Or is nope. he, nope. is he thinking, no, they, no, of course. it's a, oh, So this isn't just a zombie movie for us. This is a zombie heist movie. So it's got all the tropes of all the zombie movies and all the tropes of all the heist movies, right? So mm-hmm. there's a last-minute addition to the team from the boss to tiring them out and it's this guy and you're like oh is he just there to keep an eye on him you know he's like a suit like a you know a bodyguard kind of thing mm-hmm. but then you find out dun 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 he's got alternative motives <laughs> so why do they need the zombie head for the queen because they can make, make more zombies army. yeah well that's really because it works so well in vegas also how do zombies come around was it a medical experiment like could you just grab that science could you just grab any zombie head and well, why I guess was the zombie queen pregnant? You, you kind of, yeah, you kind of have to take a step back. What we find in this movie is that there's an actual uh, society of zombies. You have the shamblers who are just these, you know, you know, whatever. Then you have the fast-moving biters, and then you have the captains. And if you're bit by the king zombie, who's super smart, or the queen zombie, then you're a captain zombie, and so you're smarter, and somehow. <laughs> They can give birth. Gross. Yeah, baby. I, uh, I'm actually okay with like a, a zombie hierarchy kind of thing, but not the way it was like portrayed in the movie. Also, my, I think my biggest problem was that like 95% of the zombies, at least the male zombies, were pasty uh, white and had like shoulder length hair. So, like, every one of them I looked at, I just saw Zack Snyder's uh, or Jared Leto's Joker. Um, from the Snyder cut. Uh, <laughs> and I really hope someone went on YouTube like photoshops like Jared Leto and because he like, yeah, like 40% of the zombies like Jared Leto. All the zombies were Coachella fans, apparently. Well, yeah. in, in another, sorry. Another thing that bugged the absolute crap out of me is whenever they would show like the zombie or the zombie tiger or whatever. <laughs> uh, zombie tiger. Yeah, there was a zombie <laughs> tiger. Uh, so not only would they make the normal uh, uh, zombie noises, but then when their mouths are closed, they'd make this like guttural sub bass, what sends off your woofer. And I guess the idea is to have that sound to make you feel, make it feel more intense and make it 
be more scary, but it comes off just comically bad. It's like listening to a bad <laughs> dubstep, you know, song. But every time you see a zombie, you hear that. Oh. You mentioned it's something like, about a zombie horse too. Your guys' yeah. text. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Is this zombie Z- horse. Zombie, yeah. zombie on a zombie horse. horse now, fridge logic, you know, or not fridge logic? Yeah, fridge logic. Take like a, a moment here and stepping back and be like, wait, what the hell? Um, so did did King Zombie uh, bite the tiger and bite the horse to turn them into to zombie animals? <laughs> animal yeah. Abuse. yeah. Somebody, somebody bit some, someone. Somebody bit someone, Major. Somebody bit someone. Well, Maybe who's the uh, who's the Las Vegas act that has the tigers? Secret and Royd. So were they zombies too? Was there a zombie? No, there was no. There was a zombie Elvis, I think. Right? <laughs> you saw that yeah, Elvis impersonator. Yeah. You see so yeah, many. Yeah, you see so many of those in Vegas. <laughs> well, didn't Siegfried get killed by a tiger or got bit really bad? Yeah, yeah, mauled. He yeah. got mauled. Yeah, but then he died afterwards, or is he just? They're both then, I think. One died of cancer recently, oh, okay. and the other one died like 10 years ago. Because of the tiger attack? Or was it... No, okay. just like natural causes. Wow. But, uh, yeah, well, so... a tiger attack would be a natural cause. <laughs> yep, that is true. Tigers are natural. by zombie tiger would be an unnatural cause. Would be an unnatural now, cause see, death. if they had like a zombie that looked like Carol Baskins... Like this movie would be eleven out of ten stars <laughs> right there. Like, you know, there's, there's a tiger, and then there's like Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin. Joe does Exotic. a zombie look alike? That'd be so yeah. great. But everybody in this movie, what I think Major was the one pointing it out to me in the text last night. Everybody can do a headshot. It's like oh, every so shot good. was a headshot. Yet King Zombie wears a metal thing over his head, so you can't headshot him. Um, but it's only on the front of his head. Oh. Yeah. So nobody thinks to like move around him or like shoot him in the jaw, you know, like something. Something, but right? And then that's like, how you can tell scene. he's. Yeah, go ahead. That's how you can tell he's a leader, though, is he has that metal skull cap. Yeah. yeah, you can tell he's a shitty leader because if I was in charge, I would make sure all of my zombie army had metal skull caps. Exactly. He's only he's only looking out for numero uno, which is a bad <laughs> bad leadership. Which zombie is in the head. How you get yeah. nuked? But like to so like. You have the vault scene where the King Zombie like finally interacts with them, and he's got the uh, the headpiece, like the 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 metal uh, helmet or faceplate. Um, and then the next scene, he doesn't have it, and he's you see both of his hands. So like, and then the scene after that, he's got it again when he goes up top to the to the helicopter. So like, where was he sticking that mask? He's using it as a cod piece. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, there we go. I knew there was a lot. Of <laughs> he's gonna make, he's gonna that makes a lot of sense. So he's got well, yeah. Now that his his now that his baby's dead, you got to protect the family jewels to keep the legacy alive. Yeah, very smart. And then, so. kind of, wait, they killed a baby in the movie. Yes. No. So they killed the queen. They chopped off her head. Her head is alive, but her body dies. But she was pregnant, and he rips the baby out of her body. And the king does, and the baby dies within seconds, and it's blue. Yeah. Did oh. you notice that? Like at the end, yeah. like there's a lot more blue spackles mm-hmm. or, or, or or CGI. Like whenever they started killing zombies, and I did not remember that being like blue stuff and beginning headshots. Yeah. The color tone changes drastically because it's very yellow and desert, you know, muted, and then it turns very blue and orange towards the end. So. So I thought the casting. I thought like the actors were all really good. I like Dave Bautista. Um, 
the the blonde coyote like you know i mean even though she sucks as a character like you know her acting was good i really like tig nataro um who was the the helicopter pilot she yep, actually yep. was a last minute addition because they replaced like um christy Arleo or whatever that sleazebag comedian um yeah because he's got some sexual allegations going on with minors which i only bring up because i thought that sounded really familiar and so i asked kelly about the youtube or the netflix show you um Mm -hmm. season two and he plays that exact character (laughs) on the show he's a creep uh comedian or or famous celebrity um he like prays like minors like that's method acting yeah, that's, actors need yeah, that's real gross. life experiences in order to like you know convince the audience the character they're playing, <laughs> which is probably not in the good case. So no, it um, sounds awful. But so like her, like if you go back, like all of her shots are just by herself in a green screen. Like she's never worked with like Dave Bautista on set or anyone. Um, and like once you know that, like it's super obvious. Yep. Well, how many Oscars do you expect this to be nominated for? Um, what's the what's the the bad awards? The Razzies. Razzies. Yeah, yeah, yeah three Razzies. Uh, who's the best character? Dave. Dave yeah, Batista. Batista. Um, okay. You know, Scorpion was in it. He was great too. I love him. Oh yeah, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. Yes. I I liked the guy who broke into the vault. Dieter. Dieter okay. was, I think yeah, Dieter. Dieter was fantastic. I think he's um, doing a prequel called Army of Thieves, and I guess he's going to be in that. That's what I might—I don't know how it's going to be like a movie or just like a short, like mini movie. But he's—I uh, think Snyder's working with him again. It explains, yeah, it just shows him like how he got so good at, so damn good at headshots. Yeah, yeah, Dieter, who says he has never fired a weapon before at one point, then saves one of the main characters by headshotting a zombie. Yeah, like just it's make like, the character good at shooting. Be like, oh yes, I own vaults and guns. I like to shoot. Like it's not that hard. It's not a big adjustment to the script. I have two. I'm good at two things, so not that hard. Yeah. To... But you know, like throughout the movie, they they you don't take the character seriously, and he's supposed to be the comic relief, and they just they live up to that, and then all of a sudden towards the end, they totally like flip his character, and it's it's frustrating to watch. It's like no, this whole time. It's been known. He's not a weapons expert. He's just there for the safe. He's kind of like childish and he doesn't take anything seriously. And then at the end, he becomes like epic. Right. Yeah, but Matt, that's, that's called character growth. That's yeah. the moniker of a good story. Is there, <laughs> character there growth. Character Tip, Tip's like a defense attorney trying to, like, this movie's on trial right now. <laughs> Tip's like, who's Johnny, who's Johnny Cochran? This movie, this movie is on trial. Fit, you must acquit. The plot right. didn't fit, and I will not. I believe. Talk I believe about it. I is that up, good? <laughs> no, it's uh, that bad. Maybe not. I, I've never. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> so, I think when Tip so, sees this movie, he's be like, "What the hell was I defending?" So, so <laughs> guilty. The daughter. Go back. The, yeah, the, the daughter, daughter. Her story is completely just thrown away at the last second. Like they totally forget that she's going in to rescue her friends who are like snuck in to try to get money to get out and uh at the end they're like oh crap we totally forgot about that so why is they're about ready to leave she goes and like tries to find her friends all of a sudden takes like 30 seconds finds it they all die and it's like oh guess that mission failed 
but that was like her whole like backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah, no, what Matt's saying, like the, the length of time it took Matt to explain that to you was about as much runtime was devoted to uh, that loose end in the movie. Yep. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> while zombies are going over her. Snyder's probably just like, we need more slow motion and slow covers of pop songs. Oh, that's, that's that's what people want. That's more important than story. Yeah, so. and then there's like this whole thing. So like, I, I liked how like Dave Batista had to kill his wife because she turned into a zombie. And so mm-hmm. like Dave walks around thinking his like his daughter like hates him because he killed his because he killed her mom, his wife. Uh, but then at the end, she's just like, no, I hate you because of. And then uh, I'm gonna be honest here. I don't remember why she hates him. I did <laughs> not care that much. Well, he was probably negligent. Negligent. Yes, I she didn't. He didn't buy her the newest iPhone. Negligent. He wasn't around, and he couldn't deal with the death, you know. And that's why she she hates him. I mean, come on. There's a zombie apocalypse. He lost everybody. I can see why he's not going to be a good father to you all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. And plus, you're a grown ass woman. You're not like twelve at this point. Exactly. Like, why are you even with your parents? You should be like, you know, drowning in student debt or. Working a minimum wage job. That seems to be the option. The rest 20. of us should be suffering with the rest of us. So speaking of bad parents, how about we talk about Modoc? <laughs> did anyone, did anyone oh, watch this? Yes, I... I watched the first three episodes. Okay. Oh, okay. How, how, how do you watch it? What, what, what platform? Hulu. Hulu. Which speaks Hulu. volumes. Like going into this, like you realize Disney owns Marvel. Disney owns Hulu. Disney's making a big uh, like push on Disney Plus for content, but like let this be volumes that it's not. It's a Marvel. It's a Marvel TV show, not on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It is a different standard of quality. Well, it's rated mature, um, so they, oh. I think Disney doesn't want anything well, to do with it. I don't think there's a single already. There's not a single already movie on Disney Plus. I think like not in America. Have you heard about this Disney Star or Disney Disney in Plus the UK? Star? Yeah. Yep. It's bullshit. Bring bring daddy some R-rated content that back to the States. Get the a Disney, VPN. The dark Disney vault. That's what they call it. <laughs> the, oh, uh, I did ooh. not want to go in the dark Disney vault. That sounds incredibly racist knowing their past. So, oh, Snow yeah. White in the seven in the seven home wars. Uh, um, song, <laughs> song of the South. Uh, yeah, it's apparently impossible to get your hands on, and there might be some VHS copies in like Europe somewhere. But like, it's so. Well, I, thought the, I thought the NRA sold them on their website. I guess not. The NRA, I don't know. But um, yeah, <laughs> what There's is it called? Song of the South. It's based. I mean, it's basically has like a lazy. It, it's like the Zippity Doodah movie. It's the Uncle, Uncle Remus movie, and the reason it's like so controversial is it just sort of has a lazy fair attitude towards slavery. But I don't think it's like explicitly right it's not like you know there's any there's no like kkk members like being heroic like in um birth of a nation um but i've, I've never seen it but from what i hear it's just like you know, it was controversial because like it's got uncle remus who's not a very pc character how they yeah, portray black just, people yeah, yeah. awful oh yeah the uh i guess like the black speak or whatever <clears throat> you know so, it's very yeah. I need some help with this. Modoc stands for more of dumbass what? What What could K mean? Killing myself because I had to watch three episodes? That's Modak. That's Modak. Oh, Modoc. Okay. Well, I'll just make dumbass one word. More of dumb. Oh, more of dumbass 
okay tv boom that's it modoc more of dumbass okay tv that's probably the best way to describe this you're, you're getting exactly what you expect when you hear what this show is about mm-hmm. it is oh, not good yeah. it's not bad it tries too hard mm-hmm. and i think the problem is is i watched three episodes after i watched two and a half hours of Zack snyder uh, Ooh, trying to murder my eyeballs. <laughs> and at that point, I'm several beers deep. And so I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I'll watch this. And now all the jokes fall flat. Yeah. And it's trying to be edgy at times, and it's not edgy. Not and it's not funny. It's not good. Not bad. Kind of have it on the background. Yeah, we'll talk about this. We'll, we'll go into detail, but I will say while, while we're just kind of recapping everything. Um, Oh, I guess we should finish up and recap uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, Forrest, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, well, you, you didn't watch I'm, it, I'm so... Modoc. I did Modoc. Um, I guess it was no, no, Army of Army the Dead. Oh. Thumbs down. Robbie, did we? Did you see this movie? I don't think you saw this movie, right? No, I haven't seen this. Were we the only two <laughs> who watched this movie for this podcast? I watched, I watched the Suspicious Minds opening, but then I had to go to Riverdale. And it was Forrest who suggested it. He didn't even yeah. watch. Well, I just—I saw the bad reviews from you, and on the internet, I was like, "Well, I'm not that excited to watch it." But of course, uh, did you just say you had to go river dancing? River Jam. <laughs> I went to River Jam at Whitewater Center. Oh, oh, I was like river dancing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> zombie, zombie, zombie. Uh, no, even slower. Uh, zombie. Yeah, unlike the zombies. <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, back to Modoc. Um, yes, um, yeah. Pro- so the third episode was definitely my favorite. The okay. the interpersonal relationships between like uh, Modoc and his daughter, who's also in a in a Modoc chair or whatever. But like she she's like a catty like bitchy preteen, and she like teaches Modoc how to be passive aggressive. Uh, and I actually really did enjoy like, the golf scene. Um, that was maybe the only redeeming uh, scene in the three episodes I watched. Yeah, I think what the problem with the first episode is I think it just tries to introduce too many characters at once. And it probably would have been better if they just introduced them in later episodes and just like focus on like establishing Modoc. I think it was like too plot heavy too. So I mean, you know, I think if you're trying to do a comedy show about Modoc, just focus on Modoc and just make it funny. Um, and you know, just slowly open up the curtains of new characters coming and don't introduce don't dump all the characters in one episode, you know, because he's got like his coworkers. He's got the guy who buys his company. He's got his like family. Uh, his family. He's got like his the super adaptoid pet. Um, so it's just like too much at once. And I think it's too much. I think they try to cram in as much dialogue as possible in a twenty minute show, um, which wasn't uh, you know wise. But yeah, um, I don't think I'm gonna finish it. For- the yellow guys were good. <laughs> like when Modoc cuts off his arm, and that, that yellow guy's like, oh, he's like, I shouldn't have been standing here. Or he's like, I, I thought this coffee was for everyone, kind of thing. Yeah. And then like, later on, he's like, oh, my favorite arm. Yeah. Like, I, I did enjoy. They're just, the, they're just, they're just faceless and expendable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was a, a poor, unfortunately, I thought that was the highlight of the show. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I think we're almost at time. How about we go over the Snake Eyes trailer? Did everyone watch it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it was like a, not really even like a trailer. It was only like like under a minute. So it was like, it was a, like tease. A, a tease. of It just shows like the movie's happening and it's going to come out sometime. But I don't but know. It I looks mean, good, I, right? I mean, is GI Joe cool again? Interesting. Well, I mean, I think the whole point of Snake Eyes is you don't see his face and he never speaks. And this is apparently like a prequel. And I think I saw like in the behind the scenes featurette that it's going to take place before he loses his voice. 
Um, so I guess it will, and it shows his helmet. It just, it just seems strange that, you know, Snake Eyes is like, gonna have his mask off the entire time. It's sort of like, you know, Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Like, the whole point of that character is you never see his face. And- well, you know, Star Wars, all the Star Wars fans loved finding out the backstory about uh, Darth Vader before he put the helmet on. So I think that's what they're doing here. That's sarcasm, if, if anyone can catch that. And Boba Fett, yeah. They want to know about Boba Fett. Like, uh, I think Patton Oswalt has a great, uh, speaking back to Modoc, um, he's like a great like com- com- comedy bit where he's talking about, like, I ran into George Lucas and uh, before the prequels came out. And he was like, uh, we're making these uh, prequels. Uh, do you like Darth Vader? Yes, I love Darth Vader. Is he going to be in the prequels? Yeah, he's going to be a kid. And he's going to be sad because his mom's dead. He's like, uh, okay. And, uh, and then on uh, the next movie, you like Boba Fett? I love Boba Fett, the jetpack and everything. He's awesome. Well, he's going to be a kid again. He's going to be sad because his dad's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I, I, don't, bit, ca- I don't care. Yeah. I've seen Patton Oswalt live uh, a couple of times, and he is um, sometimes dark, depending on the, the set you watch, but he's incredibly funny. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, if you haven't heard that bit, um, I would definitely recommend looking it up on YouTube. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. He's like, do, do you like the Death Star? Yes, I love the Death Star. Well, we're going to see the specs for it for a second. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I just like the things I like. I don't care what goes into them. He's like, you like ice cream? Yes, I love ice cream. Here's some rock salt. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, like do you like angelina jolie here's john voight's ball sack <laughs> what uh kind of like, speaking of, of comedy sets matt what was that comedian you shared earlier brian posen brian posen he is oh, a yeah. huge metal fan and he's a huge nerd and that's his whole shtick and yeah. every city he has done he has done uh, a whole like five minute part to like how he feels about the prequels and yeah. he I is think like, he does a couple like before, like while they're coming out, right? Like yep. he like there, yeah, there's a couple in between the movies, and so it's fun to go on YouTube and like listen to that progression of him slowly like losing his damn mind yep. over the prequels. Well, because Live and Nerd Rage, the first two came out, and he's like, "I'm not even gonna see the third. You don't know me." And then he finally breaks down and says, "Yeah, I probably will." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's yeah. time for I'm gonna watch it. No, yeah. that was an excellent, but, excellent share. Um, I appreciate that. Anyway, back, mm-hmm. back to Snake Eyes uh, real yeah. quick. Uh, just wrap up. Um, I mean, I think if they can crack the G.I. Joe code, you know, it'd be a good franchise to, you know, I mean, I think like the, the comics at least um, in the cartoon from the 80s were, have a good plot for them. So if they can like crack the code with this and like, re- like rekindle interest in the whole franchise, I think it'd be good. But, you know. Not with this trailer. No, not yeah. with this trailer. It was, yeah, just not enough to, you know, it's like basically like Snake Eyes is a person and he's a ninja and, you know, that's about it. You know, we don't really know why he becomes a ninja. I mean, I know Storm Shadow's in it too. So I guess it's like shows like how they, I guess they're friends first and then become enemies. So like that's sort of the same old trope. If, if so, the movies, ninjas anything, do not need sorry. reasons to become ninjas. ninjas. Uh, Batman disagrees. Batman begins disagrees. I guess Snake Eyes' pet snake was killed. Ninja. Like John Wick. His pet snake dies. That's why he has to become a ninja. Uh, uh, so if the movie's anything like the trailer, I'm going to skip it because this trailer was the most generic piece of trash I've <laughs> ever seen. It's like character, boom, ninjas, boom, car chase scene, boom, fighting, boom, fighting on cars. 
fighting on cars, explosions, and like every five seconds there's that and it's super slow-mo. And if this movie's anything like that trailer, it can go fuck itself. Okay. Well, uh, it's the life of the year. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's got, it's got Snake Eyes, it's got Storm Shadow. It has his sensei named Hardmaster, which is probably the worst name for him. Oh, got it. G.I. Joe is so horrible for that, though. Uh, yeah, it's some stupid name. Well, it's like, you know, it's like the guy who wrote it is like uh, Larry Hama. Like, he just gave comic book names to every single um, um, character. And I think he is Asian. It's kind of funny, like, they're making him Asian in this movie. But, like, Larry Hama made him a white guy when he created him. And Larry Hama's Japanese, so. But I understand they got a, um, you know. It seems to be a good year for um, Asian leads because they got Shang-Chi. They're doing this, so. I'm down for it. You know, we'll see. I mean, I'll wait for the reviews. I'm not going to, like, rush in to see it in theaters, but, you know. Wait, is, already... is, there a tra- is there a training montage with, with Hardmaster um, yes. where he, he polishes his bow staff? Yes. <laughs> Hardmaster, can I polish your bow staff? See, that's why he doesn't talk. Uh... Because only only until, he's, only until he's soft master, okay? And then, you know, <laughs> you know give him some, some time. So, uh, what is stupid? Hard master. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> master of the hard. Oh, that's not even the worst one. Isn't there a G.I. Joe character called Beachhead? Yep. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's what uh, when you're alone on the beach with your, with your gal, Beachhead. Have you, uh, oh, I get it now. Have you yeah. seen um, the G.I. Joe episode of Community? No. Uh, so basically, it's like I'm not gonna get into like the, the the reasons behind it, but like it's a 2D um animated version of uh GI Joe with all the characters from Community in it as characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, Joel McHale, the main character, uh, accidentally like shoots people and kills them, uh, mm-hmm. kills the bad guys, <laughs> and so they go on trial. And like it, if you like the original like GI Joe, like it's a pretty good episode. It's on like season five. I would definitely recommend checking it out. Is that when uh, Chevy Chase left the series? No, he left that then. Season, season three. four, yeah. season three. Yeah, he does like end a, of season three, and he's briefly in season four at the beginning. Yeah, they do that um, hologram at the end of season four. That's mm-hmm. technically the last time you see him. But yeah, yeah. Well, and good. I, Don't I be think... racist on set or anywhere in life. Damn, isn't, people, that, isn't, that, is isn't that his character though? Like his character is like not PC, right? Yeah, his like, character. Yeah, and, it, and he's fantastic. Like the show definitely. Like I'm not gonna say like went downhill, but like it, it was better having like, you know, like you need a Pierce to to make fun of in a TV show. Yeah, well, he was, so, like, he was he was like the big actor. He was just like a big star. You know, they needed to like just draw people like sort of like Danny DeVito when it's always sunny. It, it was like the star just to get people to tune in. Yeah, I think once the show like found its footing, they didn't really need him anymore. So, or it had enough popularity to where like they didn't, you know. And plus, yeah, Dan, like, Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon didn't didn't handle that situation well at all. Well, he is uh, like which is he is a probably, quick he is pivot too. to uh, Rick and Morty season three trailer just dropped uh, right before the podcast yeah. came you mean out. Season so, five. Right. Definitely yeah. looking forward to that. I'm not a, is that not it? really a disciple of that show. I mean, I, I'll I'll watch it, but I'm just like. I guess I'll be the I, one I talking get... about it. We'll talk about, we'll <laughs> talk about it, Rob. I I've, love watched, I've watched like all the Rick and Morty episodes multiple times. Yeah. So I have... Rick and Rick or Morty and Morty. Oh, Rick Morty, Morty. Yeah. Don't give it away. Oh, Morty. Oh, Morty. So, I no, I watched, Rick. I watched the first season several years ago and I absolutely hated it. Could not really? stand it. I did not get it. And. About a week ago, I started watching season two just because I had nothing else to watch because I was waiting to watch Army of the Dead. 
And I'm six episodes in now to season two, and I love it. Like, I don't know what the difference is between season one. so many little references in there. They're pretty funny, too. Yeah, it gets a lot better in season two. And I was really, like, now I'm, like, sucked in. Yeah. So Good. I'm glad. I was just wondering, like, a story to it, too, and connecting to their old episodes randomly. Yeah, the continuity's not that (laughs) great, which is, you know... All kinds of little Easter eggs. No, the continuity's fantastic. Like, there's... Well, I I do like there's, like... There's like they break the driveway, and there's uh you know standalone episodes, and there's like the, the continuity episodes. But I think there wasn't really any continuity episodes until like the season finale, right, with his daughter. And he didn't know which one was the clone and which one's not. He's like, I'm never gonna know. Um, I just have to like talk about like the definition of continuity because like in, in one of the earlier seasons, like that, like the house gets lifted up, and there's like a, a giant crack in, in the garage uh, mm-hmm. on the driveway, oh, okay. and then yeah, like, and that crack, that crack has stays been there, there forever. Now. Yeah. So I mean, like the continuity is like spot on. Like it's a really intelligent show. Um, I have some theories like that you might be able to figure out which Rick the episode's based on, uh, or which yeah, which Rick the episode uh, is in, um, based on like the time travel box. Sometimes it's in the garage. Sometimes it's not. Uh, oh, the dude, portraits in the back change. I don't think it's a continuity error as much as as it is seeing a different Rick than C one thirty seven. Well, I. I like how already halfway through season two, none of the characters, I believe, are the original characters from episode one at this point. Because they always, like the dad in one of the scenes is taken to the daycare and they're like, oh, do you have this dad or this dad? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he was like, Jerry. Jerry. Yep. But Rick and Morty are the same from season one, though. But yeah, his family is a totally different family. (laughs) Well, I think we're. And it just gets better. Um, yeah, it so. does get better. I didn't know you weren't caught up. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good episode, y'all. Um, I'm Forrest. I'm going to plug the show real fast. Um, oh, follow yeah, us on yeah. Twitter at ZZealotsPodcast, or you can email us at zealotzeitgeists at gmail.com. And I'm Major. I'm Robbie. Matt. And I'm Dick. All right. Thanks for Bye. listening, guys. Have a great weekend or week. Don't watch Army.